everyone. It is the Is Work Sucking the Life Out of You broadcast, and I am Ramon. Hi, happy Tuesday. I'm Rallo. And uh, so good morning, you guys, and we have a great topic today, something that we think is going to be extremely useful and extremely valuable for you as you endure your work-life balance and, and you go through your uh, career or job, whatever you have, but this is going to be very beneficial. Some message that you probably need to pass on and share uh, to others. And today we're going to talk about your career or your job and how it's a relationship or it's a partnership with your employer or your corporation or your franchise or whoever employs you. It's, It's a relationship, it's a partnership, and too often today most people allow their job or their career or their employer to dictate the terms of their employment and they almost take a hands-off approach as if they don't have any control, any leverage in dictating the terms of their partnership. However, we believe employees have just as much leverage or just as much say-so and what happens in their career, what happens at work with their career as their employers do. And when you really think about it, one of the most important parts of business, if you're a corporation or you're an employer, is customers. Well, the other part is your employees. We think both of them are equally uh, as important. And we think that more employees would be engaged and be happier at work and be even more productive if they realized how important they were and if they took control and owned their portion of this partnership instead of going, I am at the mercy of the employer. The, in, in actuality, if you really think about it, the employee probably has more leverage than the employer. I don't know what you think about that, but it would seem that the employer needs the employee more than the employee needs the employer. That's what I think in most cases. Um, And so we want to help you to take control of your, your portion of the partnership instead of just leaving it up to the person who is employing you, your employer, because you have just as much at stake and you have just as much control in a relationship. So today we're gonna talk about how to regain that leverage in this partnership so you can regain control of your job and career. So today is how do you take, how do you regain the control of your job or career? All right, so I don't know what, if you have any other thoughts on that, Rollo. No, I, I agree. I mean, I think it's an important partnership, you know, for the employee in the, the business. So, the, you know, it's the company's business. However, they do need the employees, and the employees are essential to making the job work. And I know, you know, if I just go my career, you know, early in my career, I would just leave things up to uh, chance. And you just, you see it even in personal lives, too. And, you know, when people are like, oh, well, they did this, and you know, I always want to blame the company and all of that. And then... I needed to, I finally started to think, where's my ownership in that? Like, what control do I really have? Um, and it sounds like I'm just saying it, but you know, I don't, I'm not managing anymore, so it's not something I'm just saying. I'm just letting you know how I got to the level I did. It was just taking control of my career, just owning it and saying, well, I've got as much stake in it as the company does, and it's my life, right? It's my career, so where do I want it to go? So I need to enforce my say-so 
in the equation as well. And so that's what we want to talk about today. Awesome. Yeah, because I think um, I made a pretty bold statement. I don't know what you think about it, but, but my statement it was that employees are are more valuable to the employers than the employer is to the employee. What do you think about that? Oh, I know great. it's a very tough statement, very, very, I would say, bold statement on, on my part. But uh, what do you think about that? Yeah, it's a bold statement. I don't, I don't know. I mean, you know, we talk about it. it is a partnership, but you need the business to run. So when you look at it, you look at the customers, right? Because you want to make sure you are... Uh, handling or, or, or appealing to the market of the customers, right? Otherwise, if you're not appealing to them, you don't have a business. Right. Then next, you need the employees to work for you to uh, to you know be an active workforce and be engaged and you know get the products and services out to the customers. So, I guess it has to be more important, right? Right. Because if you don't have them, how can you run the business? E so. Exactly. That's that's kind of what I was trying to get at. So there. so that makes it. That even, you know, your statement makes even more sense when we talk about how much control employees really have, uh, and they may not think so. Mm -hmm. So they have more leverage than they think. It's just how you apply it. Yeah, because you think about no one actually made you select the job that you've gone to. I don't know, unless you have parents or something. You know, sometimes people feel limited in what they can do, but it's actually the employees choice to work where they're actually working and once you start thinking about you own your choices then you know why wouldn't you want to regain or or have control over your job or career why why do we give up that control when we actually make the choice to work there i agree and i think that's part of the reason why you know when you see people that are disgruntled or anything like that and let's say i go to mcdonald's and the employees mad or you know they're not taking the order correctly and I'm, I'm thinking to myself you know why are you mad you chose the job <laughs> I, I didn't choose the job so you chose the job so you know do the job is to the best of your ability uh, I, and I think each job is equal so if you work at McDonald's I don't judge it any better or worse than any other job it's just a job but you chose but you it. make the choice yeah so if you made the choice then don't get mad at anybody else it's your choice it's your life so um, that's the way I feel about it yeah, don't get mad at me for ordering my Quarter pounder with cheese, Calvin. <laughs> Quarter pounder with cheese and no cheese, please. <laughs> right. It's like, can I have extra fries with uh, no salt? Right. So. Yeah, don't don't get mad at me. I'm disgusting. So. <laughs> can I have a double cheeseburger? No cheeseburger. <laughs> All right. Um, so let's get right into this. I know this is a great topic. I know Raul's got a lot of stuff uh, he would like to talk about this topic. So let's. Um, let's start. So how do you regain, let's get some, some solutions. How do you regain control of your job or career? So what do you think, Raul? What are, what are some things you think, you know? First thing I would say, number one, you are your own business. So you're your own person. You take control of your personal life. You do the same thing in business. You are your own business. I, I've said this to my reps and things millions of times. They'll tell you that. What I mean by that is, you have to realize that you have more power and influence and control than you may currently know. So you do a review of the company, you do a review of the management. If, if things weren't going well with management for the year, maybe you need to go to another team, another department, another company. You look at other companies and compare your salaries, not even just salaries, just the culture, the climate, the environment. It was that working for you. You do a review of your management. 
did they fulfill their duties or did they manage in a way that felt like it um, met your needs? Did they grow you the right way? So they do the same thing, right? You get a review every year and why would you just let them review you? Um, to me, that would be silly. You need to do a review of them. And if they're not meeting the goals and stuff that you were set for the year or you have internally set for yourself, why would you stay there? Then to me, that's like a bad relationship. You know, at first everybody can say fool me once, right? And then the second or third time, then that's your fault, right? You're going to keep telling your family, hey, this is happening. No, now it's on you. So the same thing happens in a business. So um, that's the points I would want to bring across first. You're your own business. So as long as you know that first, um, that's key. And then I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit more and I'll let Ramon try. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. It's It kind of turns the tables and it puts that control back into an ownership back into your hands instead of letting just the employer you know, take control of everything you do. And we talked about it being a partnership. And so if you're a business, you everybody's looking for some kind of leverage. What are you getting out of it? It's right. If you're going to go to work somewhere, you got to be getting something out of it. And trust me, the business is going to make sure they're getting what they want out of it. Right. So just like Rallo said, by treating yourself as a corporation, that corporation of me, and you start looking at yourself as a business, well, you're going to have to make sure that your business of yourself is making money. Your business is getting back what it wanted from the investment it made into your job or career. So I love the way you look at that. And I love the way you phrase it. Just be your own business, no matter who you're working for. Make sure you're looking out for your interests because you are going to be, most of the time, the only person looking out for your interests. And it's not necessarily because people are or evil. Sometimes people think corporations and themselves are evil or trying to get something over on somebody. You have to think about whoever is running the corporation is thinking at a larger level than just you, the individual. And so you can get lost in the mix because they have so much stuff to worry about. And it's going to be up to you to make sure your needs, your your desires, your wants, whatever you need from that job is happening. And if you don't do it, you can't expect the corporation to do it because the corporation is not the, a person. It's a collection of people. And so all of them are worried about their interest and their concerns. And if you don't push your concerns up to the top, no one's going to uh, be concerned about it. Yeah, and, I, and I, I think, you know, you were talking about, you know, people um, thinking corporations are evil, and maybe some are. I'm not here to judge that. <laughs> but <laughs> all I know is that the biggest, exactly. <laughs> the biggest misconception I see is people, you hear more often than not, people are like, the company's out to get me. Now, I'm not saying that doesn't happen. Wait, but who's the company? Correct. Exactly. Like, point to, yeah, the point, to, the, point to the person, point to the people, right? <laughs> um, I'm not saying that doesn't happen. I'm sure maybe it does in some cases. But if you really think about how big the company is, where Ramon made the point at, you know, let's say the CEO level or higher up, how, how much time can they really spend on one person? Now start to go down the layers. How much time can a manager spend on one person? They do not have the time to be out there to, you know, to get you. You really, more most of the time, have to be doing something wrong um, for them to even have to notice you. So they don't have the time. So if they don't have the time for that, then that means 
how much more time do they have to even grow you and things like that? They're supposed to do that. That's part of their job. But they can't do it by themselves. So instead of focusing on they're out to get me, they're doing this on purpose, I would never focus on that. I would be focusing on what can I get out of the company? What can I squeeze out of this company's grapes to make wine? So how, <laughs> how can I how can I do that? Like what can I do to use to my advantage to get me to where I need to be? And if I can't do that, then I need to go to a different place. That is exactly what I would do. So I would I would be putting my manager on notice, right? I'm coming in, and we'll talk more about this. I'm coming in with my list of demands. But when I say demands, your demands are goals, and we'll you know we'll talk further about that. Awesome. So well, let's dig into it. So having uh, some goals. So what do you mean by that? So, so what I mean is that your list of demands. So you're your own business. So if you're your own business, you need to have your own goals. Now your managers and things they have projections. The company has projections, and they have um, different objectives for the year. So the trick is to align your goals to that. However, a lot of people may wait for their boss and things to come to them. Now I'm saying change it. It's your career, so you go to them. What do you want to learn? You're like, hey, I wanted to. Let's let's go back to McDonald's. Hey, I wanted to be the cashier. I want to I want to know what the general manager does. So you start to set your goals to that and say, hey, this is these are the things that I want to do. And you come up with four or five goals and you go to your manager and you tell them that's what you want to do. And then your manager is going to come back to you and now you guys calibrate. Now it's a working partnership like Ramon said. You're going to have to give and take. They may be able to do some of your goals, maybe not all. Um, and then if they're not able to do some, then you tweak it and then you start to do a review. This is what I want to do. I can't do it in this company. Oh, I got a check mark of this column as a con for this company. Oh, they're going to let me grow. They want to let me do be the GM or be the next Calvin. Okay, I'll put a pro in, in this column here. So you start to do that. That puts your manager on notice like, hey, I want to do this. I want to do these things. And more often than not, your manager is more okay with that. People are like, your manager doesn't want to, want to know all that. Yes, yes, I do. Because if you're doing that, that means that's less work that I have to do in the long run. So I would always, and most managers would rather you come with your goals than they do. Now, don't get carried away. So again, you got the trick is to get what you want out of the company by setting your goals first, but making them align to the objective somehow. And so if you could do that, um, that's what I kind of mean by setting goals and uh, you know um, putting the manager on notice, basically. Hey, I like the million dollar tip. Align your goals. Find a way to align your goals with the company goals. I right. think that's extremely important. And if you can do that, I think more often than not, you're going to be able to get some leverage into getting some more of your needs met. Um, right. I like coming in, like the idea, Rollo, that you have coming in with um, <clears throat> goals, just like the company has. Uh, and I think it should start when you get hired. Like, I people, agree. people. Why wait? To, if you're just going to a job just to get uh, a job, I don't know how happy you're going to be. I, I don't know if you, what you think about that, Rallo, but I don't know how happy you're going to be if you're just going to get a job just to get a job. There's a reason why you're going to get that job. So whether it's money, whether it's, I don't know, more free time, more flexibility or whatever. So you should have some reasons why you're going to that job. And then I think it's always important for you to communicate up front when you're getting hired 
on what your goals are. If you want growth, if you're starting a job because, hey, you need money and you need, and you know that starting there isn't the money that you want to make in the future and right. you want to make some high, you probably want to discuss that and talk about, hey, what's what's the potential for me to grow? What's the potential for me to make more money? What You know, let, let the business or whoever you're working for know your needs, what you're looking for so that they can help. Because a lot of times... I know when I manage people, a lot of times by knowing what somebody wanted, what their idea was for work, sometimes people just wanted to work certain hours or get some free time or do certain jobs. Sometimes you have people who wanted to grow and learn and do something else and develop. But you allow me to understand what you need. And if I can figure, if it works with what I need, then I'm more apt to give it to you because I have a happier employer, employee. That means I get to retain this employee. And I get to help them grow. And if an employee is engaged, they're going to be more productive. So why wouldn't I want to help you achieve some of your goals if they help me achieve some of mine? That's a key right there. You're like, I can do that and I get a win out of it. Why wouldn't I want to do it? But you have to be that person that comes in, knows what you want, knows what your goals are, and then communicate it so that your employer knows so that they can help you help them and and i think that's a key yeah i i agree i mean like you said at the beginning why are you at the job in the first place and everybody probably number one would say money which is fine um but over time you usually need other things that are going to help fulfill your needs because everybody wants money as a um like a achievement or award or a prize, but we all know it doesn't seem like there's enough to go around in the companies. There's never enough, right? <laughs> so everybody wants money. There's never enough for a recognition standpoint. So you have to find other things that are going to get you that money and to the level you need. And so coming in with the purpose and some of those goals already is fine. And the, and the cool thing about it is you have a company and you have managers and you have people there to help. So it's not like you have to be your 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 ambition and your goals have to be perfect. You just got to start. So just start with three or four. And they don't need to be these elaborate, detailed goals. Just enough to have enough clear detail to say, hey, maybe I want to be a manager in three years. If I know that you want to be a manager in three years, then we could start to tailor some of those things. But if I don't know and you don't tell me, then how do I know that? Now, great managers can get it out of you, but that doesn't mean that they they get everything. Plus, you have so many competing or conflicting um, things going on throughout the day. It's just hard to keep track of it. And it's not their job to keep track of it. As soon as you get it through your head that it's your job and not theirs, the better you will be. So just remember the company, they do need you, but make sure you are taking the control. Otherwise, you're just leaving it up to chance. To me, it's like a lottery. So one day, they're gonna just pull your name out of the hat and you've been working great for two years or three years, and that one day I pull out a lottery and it was Jimmy, it wasn't John. But John, next year we're gonna run that lottery again, and you're gonna <laughs> tell me that you you wanted to be a manager in three years, so in the lottery, the, the, the game of chance, I'm gonna pull your name out. And it's year four, but Johnny, maybe next year again, we're gonna pull your hat. So why, why leave it up to that? Yep, take, take that control. The other thing I wanted you to look at when you're talking about goals, you were talking about goals and, and and having and you know goals like the annual annual reviews from companies each year. Right. 
important, a key word in there each year because your needs change as you age. Money may be good in the beginning, but then maybe you got a certain amount of money and your life's on cruise control and then you want time, right? Time's a form of currency right. also. Right. So your needs, your needs change as you get older and you age and you run through different stages of your life. So having those annual review of the company and having goals every year because you change in, in the situations in your life change, just like work, things change and their goals change, then you're going to need to reassess and change those goals um, each year. Right, then that's goals 101. Uh, and again, you don't need to be have everything detailed and perfect. Your manager and the company are there to help guide you. You just have to start somewhere. So jot down a couple of goals uh, for yourself. And you should know where you want to be in a sense. You know, it doesn't have to be perfect, but maybe you want to be a manager in three years. Maybe you're going to be fine there in two years and you want to learn some other things in, that, in the company then you kind of say that so that they can gear towards that. And most of the time, more often than not, the managers will work with you, even if it was going to a different you know, the department or something. And there's a way to word that, that so you'd be fine. But they would work with you as long as you are aligning with their goals for, for the group. So that's what they're looking, looking for. So just don't forget that point. Awesome. So any other small points? I know that there's a couple of things we could go on and on about. Any other small little things you want to quickly address about taking control, regaining control of your job or career? Because I know we had some major ones. Anything yeah, else? Yes, I think one more. What? And so um, this one I think you'll agree with. It's pretty big. Look for ways to stand out. And so, you know, we mentioned this on one of our other podcasts, our, our Periscope, for getting a raise. Because you got to find those opportunities that nobody else wants, and those are ways to get extra money, and those are ways to get um, extra recognition and attention on what you're doing, and those are ways to gain get more power, which ultimately will give you more control. Because if you're picking up those loose ends and able to manage that, then your manager knows you can take control of other things. So then you look for other um, things to do. You know, you gain power that way when you find those those opportunities that nobody wants to take. And then you can create your own projects. And that's when you really start to get into, you know, where Ramon would say where the money is. You create your own projects. You're like, hey, I want to go to this city. And I want to go, we have a presence there and we have people there and I want to go see this city because I kind of want a vacation. However, I still would like to go see what those people do in this building that work with us. And so how can we build a better relationship? So you can build a project like that. And the cool thing about creating your own projects is you don't have to have all the answers either. You just have to be able to start a project, come up with a proposal. Your group, your management, your company, your team will help you do the rest. So you don't have to have all the answers. Everybody needs help. But just to be able to pitch a project and a proposed one is another way you're gaining control you know, of your, of your career and of your job. So to me, that's just huge. Yeah, everybody loves that person who can find work that you don't have to tell or micromanage. Somebody who loves the autonomy of work and is able to find work and create work and get things done without being told. Everybody loves that person. The other thing I like about it is I always thought if you're trying to move up and grow in the company, uh, I think Raul talks about this. He, he talks about putting your position 
out of business, putting yourself out of business? What about putting your boss out of business? What about finding those weaknesses in the person who is on that next level? If you're able to get your work done, next step, what is my boss, my supervisor, maybe it's your CEO, if you're that high up on the corporate ladder or the franchise ladder, whatever, and going, what are they weak at? Becoming strong in that area, taking away their weakness. Then you really make yourself almost indispensable. Like, I'm so weak in this area and this person picked me up and, and makes right. me look great. You um, make your boss look great. I always tell people that there's a lot of people out there who dislike bosses and, and and are trying to make them look bad. What if you try to make your, your supervisor look great, make them look amazing? If you can make their job super easy to where they can make their money, go home and do some of the things that they want to do, what do you think is going to happen for you? And so, and so that's how I look at it. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's a huge point to make. Uh, again, this goes to the point where you have some people that you said may go out and think their boss is out there to get them and think the company's negative. I, I'm not saying that doesn't happen. The reality of the, the situation is your manager or management or your team, they have a lot to do. So the more you can help people, the better. And if there's somebody at a higher up level and you're taking things off their plate, all they're gonna do is keep giving you more and you're helping them shine as well. So they should more often than not help you shine. And if they're not, guess what you did? You one, just learned some new skills and now you do a review of the group or the company and you go take that somewhere else where they actually appreciate it. But more often than not, your manager will keep giving you things and you're making them shine. So that you make them shine, then they should be making you shine. And I've always told my, my team, you can have my job. If you want it, you can take anything that I have. Any work that I have, you can have it. I have nothing to prove. You know, I, well, I have something to prove to make sure I can manage the job and make sure you guys are, are uh, engaged or, you know, my reps and my team. But you can have my job. Everything I do, whatever it takes to make you succeed, if you want it, you can have it. And I will let you shine. I don't need to take the shine because if if you're helping me do better then you're helping the company I'm gonna shine anyway yep. and you'll shine yep. so I just think that's a, a huge lesson for people to learn and stop me you know don't be selfish and think oh well it's not my job or it's not this you take that step trust me you're gonna have more control of your career why because now you're getting stuff from your boss's plate and now they trust you, so that opens up the door to more freedom to pick and choose what you want. And isn't that what we all want, to gain control of our job and get our sweet spot? I would do that, and I've always done it in my career. And I can tell you, in any job that I've had, as much as I've taken off of any of my boss's plates, it's given me more freedom to reign and take more control and just get that space that I, that I need because my boss now trusts me and I can influence and I don't have to just be a number crunching things. I get the power to influence and to give my say so and to go say things. So um, you hear how passionate I'm about it. Uh, I, I am because I, I know it works. So from a management level and from just an uh, employee level, it works yep. just the same. Yep. So I don't know if anybody has any questions or comments or concerns. <clears throat> Uh, if not, we're pretty much going to wrap up today, basically how to regain control of your job or career. 
First things first, I'll make a very simple point and then let Rollo pretty much finish the finish it up. Very simple point. It isn't up to anybody else but you. Once you look around and go, it is my decision. I'm responsible for this. I'm responsible for where I work. I'm responsible for how much I get paid. I'm responsible for how I'm treated. Once you take that responsibility, instead of pointing to what this person isn't doing or what isn't happening, you'll have more control. You'll be happier with your outcomes. You'll be more engaged, more productive. Uh, better things will happen for you at work. Yeah, and I, my last notes, or my last things for you to leave with are, you are your own business. As I said before, do a review of the company, the management, the employees, everything. They do a review of you, so you need to do the same thing. And then last, don't get mad at me, you chose the job. So, <laughs> that's all I have. He's like, just take care of my service. Right. All right, guys, thanks for uh, joining us here. We'll be back next Tuesday. 9 a.m. Eastern, and this is Is Work Sucking the Life Out of You. We're still working on that podcast. We're getting close. We've got a whole bunch of episodes and things saved up, so if it works better for you to listen than to watch, then just keep an eye out, and we'll definitely let you know when that's happening. But thanks for joining us. Take some control of your career or job so that work doesn't continue sucking the life out of you. Thanks. Thank you.